And today I'm delighted to be joined on the phone by Stuart, Stuart McGale. And we just heard his brand new single there a moment ago, Edge of the World. Good evening. How are you? Hello, hello. How are you doing, Kira? <laughs> Such a pleasure to talk to you. I suppose before we get into it, tell us about this song. Such a beautiful song. And I think um, a line that really stands out to me is I'm the undisputed captain of a ship that never sailed. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's just... Bad. But it's like the, the lyrics in this song are fantastic. It's so catchy. And oh, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong in saying this. It kind of gives me... I don't know why I pick up a little bit of Phil Collins kind of vibe. Ah, well, we have we have similar hair, me and Phil Collins. <laughs> and I fantastic, fantastic stuff, Phil Collins, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I must have listened to quite a lot of that when I was a kid. My dad was a radio DJ back in the day as well, so I got um, exposed to a lot of great music. Amazing. Maybe some of that song, Ken. <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, I suppose, tell us about this song. What inspired this one? Well, it's one of these, it was one of these ones where... I, it just it just came out. There wasn't a lot. A lot of the time, I write you know, write story songs or or there's some sort of material. I think I started writing this one when um, if you if you see the cover art from the song before Dream Drops, I'm lying out on um, this rubber dinghy in the middle of the Scanner Bay, and I'm like about a mile out to sea, <laughs> and because um, we were trying to get drone shots for um, for the cover art, and ah. which, which never happened because unfortunately the drone sank. Um, <laughs> the drone hit off the boat and sank so we never got the shoot the shoot never happened but I got one shot from it and wow anyway I'm going off on a big tangent here no but I you know what I think is so interesting though is there's always these little stories around um, I suppose the creation of something and I always find those stories sometimes are just as fascinating if not more <laughs> than sometimes yeah, the yeah, actual yeah. They, they all add to the experience I think of recording as well and, mm-hmm. and even planning that release and stuff so I suppose yeah so this song the inspiration yeah so a lot of the verses you know very rarely these days are we ever completely alone there's always something going just alone with our thoughts you see there's always a phone there's always music or friends or something Yet, yet people have never felt more isolated. It's a very strange thing. So I was just out on this dinghy completely by myself out at sea. And uh, I had a bit of time to think there. And it was kind of scary, actually. So uh, the, the verses kind of are very much about being in, in, a, in a relationship with someone that you, you love and that you rely on. Um, I love it. I love it. Well, I can I can picture that now. I can just <laughs> can see you out in the middle of the sea. And again, yeah. when you've time to think, I think beautiful music can come out of that. Sometimes silence is actually the best place to create from. But I suppose yeah. coming on from that then and working with that in studio as well, I understand your brother produced the track with you. He did, yeah. My brother is also a fantastic musician and uh, in his own right, and he makes, he, he produces and creates his own music too. And he... You know, God love him. He puts up with a lot, a lot for me, and he's absolutely amazing. <laughs> I mean, amazing brother. He's my best friend as well. So it's great to be able to make music with your, with your brother. Like, I was just gonna say, like, was growing up, was it a music? I know your dad. You just said as well that was a was yeah. a radio DJ. So it was a musical family then. Well, I guess in that respect, yeah. My, my parents never played instruments, but they were in that in that business, and um, I always remember hearing. Music and my my parents had a, a sound and lighting install business 
in, in Edinburgh in Scotland and I remember I was I was I would always be in nightclubs as a kid hearing like really loud music sound check. Like, like I remember hearing Billy Jean as a kid just full blast always sound checking in nightclubs. Um and my brother was a, was a really good piano player as a kid as well, so I didn't really start playing until I was about 11 or 12 on guitar. Wow. And did you, like, were you self-taught or did you go for lessons, I suppose? Or... Um, I did a little bit in, in high school, but I guess I t- kind of took it for granted and didn't, and didn't take it very seriously, but I always just loved... It's always been a refuge for me. For me. The music, um, yeah. A meditative thing where no matter what's going on, in my life I can sit down with a guitar and it's always the same I think so I think a lot of people find that music is yeah I think before we had therapists we had music (laughs) we still have music music. (laughs) and when we can't get a therapist we go to the music but I suppose when it comes to that songwriting process then like what way does it work for you do you start off with a melody do you start off with lyrics is it an experience again Mm -hmm. you drive stuff from that or yeah what is it like sitting down just going for it tell us about your experience with your songwriting um, let's see now well I come from a guitar background as, as opposed to a, a sort of vocalist background so earlier on it would always be I'd be playing around or learning some other music and I would whatever goes in eventually comes out if you know what I mean so it would always come from a guitar, something I'd write on the guitar usually or I'd, or something I'd tinkled out on the piano and then and then I would just let the lyrics come, whatever emotions come out from the feeling I've created on the instrument. If it's a nostalgic feeling or a euphoric feeling or whatever it is, I'd kind of write around that. Fabulous. Yeah. 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 So I suppose, like, like <laughs> when it comes to, like, are all the songs, do you find they follow that same structure or just sometimes is there, like... On you, like other little, I suppose instances. Like sometimes, would you be walking down? Might you get an yeah. idea in your head, or do you find it's best when you have that guitar and you're hooking the guitar? Um, it's cha- as I'm going as a as a writer and like a singer songwriter. The process is kind of changing a little bit for wow. me. Wow! Like mo- recently, I've like taken a lot more focus on the lyrics. Like the, the song I wrote, I wrote the most recent song I wrote. I actually started with. I wrote start to finish like a poem the full thing before I even before I even hit the guitar so it's it's kind of changing for me yeah before I'd be like ah these lyrics will do but um, the more recent stuff I really focused on every line you can feel that I have to say I really love that song Edge of the World thank you Kira. It's Thank been you. a fantastic job, actually, in the production as well. Actually, let's give a shout-out to your brother. If for anyone listening in, how can they find him online if they want to check out his music Cammie, as well? Um, yeah, he's... Hey, Cammy, how you doing, buddy? Just going to say hi. First time on radio. Hi, Bob. Um, he, it, it's at C. McPhail. You'll find him on Instagram. C. McPhail, Cameron McPhail. And he also has his own company called Vanguard Sound, Sound and Vision. So he does installs of his own as well. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. He's very good. He's very easy to work with and like incredibly musical as well. Well, I was just going to say that it's interesting actually how you can have two people grow up in the same household but have probably, like, would you say you have two different styles? Or what was that oh, like actually absolutely. producing the yeah. track? What was that like? Yeah. Um, Cammy's really good at kind of catering for for the way he thinks I want things to be in a way because he's very much what he produces is much more electronic music so 
and very worked it very well together, and it's very easy. And I don't know. I just think it's that the thing when it's you, you, hear, you see it with siblings all the time. You just end up thinking. You think in a very similar way, and it's obvious if you try five different takes and five different ideas. Almost every time we'll go, yeah, that one that works. Yeah. So it is really, it's really cool in that way. Um, on also on the track there, I have to give a shout out to Meg Legrand who who, who played the fiddle parts and fiddle harmonies. Um, did an absolutely amazing job. So. Yeah, the, the, everything, and the instrumentation on that track. I love the. There's just, it's a real feel good song. That's what I find. It's just. Thank you, you very you'd much. You'd loop it. You'd put it on the repeat. Buffer. I really love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's kind of like. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I want to say as well, the other people. Um, da, um, my my partner's brother Dan did a lot of of, the, of work on it as well. He did some recording for fiddle parts, and the other harmonies are actually my partner Carla. So, shout out to Carla Baby as well. Oh, fabulous. Well, I have to say, the whole song from start to beginning, start to end, <laughs> start to beginning, um, like, the, just there's a fantastic flow with the dynamic and everything. I really, really love it. And I suppose you could, the influences for that song, like, growing up, like, who was your music idols that you'd be listening to? Well, it had to be, for me, at the start, it, man, I have to say, Dar- like, Mark Knopfler. Dire Straits, that kind of guitar playing. I just, yeah, he's like my guitar dad. Um, I learned all his stuff and all his sort of technique. Yes. That was the that was the first thing for me, really. And then from then, I, I did loads of uh, Spanish classical guitar, so loads of Terrega pieces. Um, I don't know if you ever listened to Julian Bream before. He he died a couple of years ago. The name is familiar, but I have to say, yeah. I love, um, I suppose in Spanish guitar, I love the melodies, those beautiful melodies, the way they blend. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and all, it's so expressive. And um, so if you're ever looking for something really cool to listen to, Julian Bream, uh, Cordoba. Okay. Uh, absolutely wonderful piece of music. And yeah, kind of, kind of, I, I, I walk for miles and miles listening to that kind of thing. Wow, well, I'm going to have to definitely check that out. We're, and we're going to be talking about be them. <laughs> you stay right there, too. And we're going to be talking all about the music industry. And, yeah, well, I suppose your opinion on it. Tell us, Stu, are you still on the line? Can we hear you? I'm, I'm still <laughs> on the line. <laughs> so, I suppose... Delighted to be here. <laughs> amazing. We've had a few questions actually come in. But I saw so guys listening in. I will get to those very shortly with Stu. But first, actually, let me ask you, like, have you been constantly songwriting over the years or is this kind of recent? And are you full time in music or part time? Because a lot of time I have musicians on Mm. and most of them are actually part time and they're doing kind of other little things as well. I find musicians are they're quirky people in the sense that they have so many different little things sometimes going on. And I think people that are drawing inspiration from I suppose different experiences in life can kind of bring an interesting introspective, I suppose, and perspective when it comes to songwriting process. But um, yeah, are you full time music or? That's true. Yeah, and I've I've been very fortunate in the last few years to have had the opportunity to be. Yeah, I'm I'm basically full time at the moment, um, especially in the busy season from from around April to November. We, we live in Clare, and I kind of I, I play with a few different uh, people. I do a lot of gigs with my partner Carla, and that's what we call Stuart and Carla, uh, Starla, and we play quite a lot in Doolin Hotel and pubs and stuff around the area. So, and I do other kinds of little bits of sort of session work. So, and we have a coffee a, co- a coffee truck as well. 
That's class. Actually, I got to see the coffee truck. It looks amazing. We might have we might have a bit of a chat as well about that sure, in a few moments. Carla yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Carla, listening in. Um, but so yeah, the two, so the two of you are gigging all the time. I suppose yeah, when it comes to yeah. wow, and do you write together as well? Actually, we've never written together. We've done I just do everything else together now, but I don't know if we could swing that. <laughs> 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 too much. <laughs> That's so cool, though. I love the way, um, and you've the coffee as well. I suppose tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, coffee trailer. It's called Coffee Carlevan. Coffee Carlevan. Uh, that's something we started last year, and it's it's just lovely because uh, Carla, everybody loves Carla, and her personality it just shines. So it's more than just that. If anybody comes down for a coffee or whatever, there's always going to be something interesting going on. So it's, it's an more experience, of like a sort of community experience. When you get there, like someone will always be singing a song, or something interesting will be happening. So wow. it's a little bit different in that respect. I think it's amazing. You know, I think for a lot of people, actually, coffee's become such a massive commodity and people really love it. And I think it comes down to it's the experience. It gets pe- brings people together. It's bonding for yeah. people. It's it's just... Deli- <laughs> coffee's amazing. Who doesn't love coffee? Yeah. But I suppose going oh. back to the music, when it comes to, I suppose, this, well, I, I suppose the music industry itself, do you find mm. there's kind of like... Did you find much kind of support, we'll say, coming towards you guys or when it comes to radio play and things like that? Like, how has everything been going? Mm-hmm. Or what's your kind of well, stance on the music industry, we'll say, as per se? Um, well, for me, um, personally, just because I've only really been going for it myself, say, in the last year. So the, the song we just played, All About You, was released towards the end of last year. So this is all completely new territory for me, really. I've played with... Um, other 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 people that are, have more experience in the music industry. I played a little bit of guitar for Dora Gola and the Davies Brothers, who would know a lot more about the industry. But for me, it's kind of brand new, so I'm not really sh- sure about in terms of support or those what to look for. I, so I yeah, do you know experience or insight on it? It's, yeah, it's funny. I was talking to um, Ollie last week, and he's based in the UK, actually, um, another fantastic um, music artist. But again, I think that, you know, there's so much you have to look into, I think, with it, isn't there? There's there's so much yeah. research, and I don't think there's any kind of, I suppose, one direction suits all. It does seem to me that you kind of sometimes have to really dig to kind of find, right, you know, what's going to work here, what's going to be supportive, because I know it seems to be uh-huh. sometimes yeah. very... Um, unless you're signed by a record label or something it can be very hard I find to break the mainstream radio stations yeah. or I suppose commercial well, you're doing a great job you are going to fly <laughs> your own stuff which I have to say is incredible if, you're, if anybody listening listen to you always <laughs> savage thank you so much um, but yeah I think uh, what's the word I think you have to work. I think it's really a question really I think of working hard isn't it with the music I think you have to kind of keep trying different angles and yeah. yeah I suppose when it comes to like streaming and the way music we I suppose the world interacts with music today what's your kind of opinion we'll say on that or uh, streaming yeah streaming what stuff? changes have you kind of seen um, I, I guess we're all just in the same boat with the um the whole Spotify phenomenon and the sort of the way music is consumed now as opposed to sort of cherished um, I don't I don't I really don't know what to think about it I wish I had a bit better answer on this <laughs> you're okay <laughs> no but I think no I think you know a lot can be said about it I think 
it turn I think the value in music it is a little bit harder I think for the we'll say the artist I suppose to make yeah. we'll say make I suppose a sustainable income if they were just to go I think with just releasing music I think it does you know it's important to gig and it's amazing yeah. that you guys are proactive I think that is the best way to gain support and to gain recognition for your music and to have your music heard is there any upcoming gigs that you have we'll say for anybody listening in and they want to come along and see you guys upcoming play live gigs there's, we play a lovely gig, gig in a nice bar in the Hinch. We play the roadside, roadside tavern on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And tonight, tonight, if anyone's around, come to the open session in Liston Varna on the roadside, which my partner Carla runs. It's a lovely session, tunes and songs and stuff. But if you want to see just me playing, uh, have, we're, we're in, we'll be in Kenny's bar in the Hinch next Tuesday. And it's, a, it's, it's a great venue for listening and it's a kind of mix between original stuff and covers absolutely and I have to say Clare is an amazing area for music and there's so much talent coming out of there isn't there yeah there is the the talent levels are obscene around here you sit down and it just seems like everybody's amazing and you you don't realise it but it's good for your own level and it keeps you pushing pushing hard wow and I suppose growing up because I know you when did you move to Ireland actually were you were you gigging I suppose before in Scotland or no no I, I only really started um, I was always playing I moved here in 2012 I came here on a surfing surfing holiday and in very short order I had my first son uh, Django so he's 10 now and I only really got stuck in at that point I made my mind up this is what I want to do and we're 10 years down the line now but so in terms of I remember I think you were asking me about advice for younger artists coming up and that type of thing yeah at one point there and it's just to don't let anybody tell you I know it sounds very cliche but just don't let anybody tell you no and just follow it if this is what you love doing just get up every morning have your coffee and start practicing yeah I think that really sums it up you kind of have to find your authenticity yeah. Do you find that? Yeah. That's it as well. Find your sound. Don't be too swayed by, and like a lot of yeah, what people vocally are very tempted to do is singing. And in American accent, a lot of the time, people get kind of pulled into. And it's nice to hear a lot of music coming out now where people are singing in their own voices. Funny, yeah, it's very true you say that actually, and you can find that comes across in your tone. I'd yeah. say, do you like? I suppose moving from Scotland to Ireland, did you notice any kind of changes in your accent? I know a lot of um, singers talk about this. I, I don't know what it, I think. Oh. Is it something to do with the, their ear just picks up on, I suppose, tone registers and stuff in the voice and sometimes that just kind of starts to come into even their singing voice. Did you find any of that? Right. Um, no, I didn't really notice. Uh, I guess there's been a bit of a change. Yeah, it's probably softened up a bit, but I never had a really strong accent in the first place, I reckon. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know, it's been a pleasure to talk to you this, e- uh, this evening. I have one question in from um, a listener, actually. So I'm going to get to, I'm going to try and squeeze in a few questions if you've time and we oh, have time. 100%, yeah. yeah. So actually, I'm going to go to Stephen listening in Roscommon Town. Hey guys, really enjoying the show. Can you please ask Stu what his opinion is on do I need to get guitar lessons or should I really just work on? owning the craft myself I'm 16 years old and I love music um, that's, a good, that's a really good question actually it's something I've thought about a lot myself I, I don't think you do I don't think what I think it just it really depends how sort of conscientious you are I think 
if you if you have that drive and you just love doing it you don't need them there's so much information out there if you can say right I'm going to dedicate two hours a day to this you're going to get where you want to be there's an amazing website I would go to I used it initially when I went back and relearned all, all guitar theory it's called Justin Guitar he's an Australian guy you'll see him on YouTube and he's got some some amazing free courses on his website um, and you can just donate you can make a donation so I'd, I'd, go, I'd go for that I don't think you do need them to be honest and then just make sure you can speak to other guitar lessons, other guitar players about technique. I think when, technique is very important if you want to play at a very high level though. So if you look at the way my, my right hand is especially, I've really, I, I studied them quite a lot of flamenco stuff. Wow, I think so. You can, I think if you keep exposing yourself to many different yeah. styles, it probably adds to it. I have another yeah. question in there from Mark. Learn Lis- the theory. Learn the theory, <laughs> absolutely. I have another question in there from Mark listening in the line. Hey, Kira, oh, really enjoying the show. Love your guests this evening. Can you a- please ask Stu, how do you overcome the fear of releasing original music? That That is difficult. That, that took me a while because I had a lot of stuff recorded. And I just kept going, no, not good, no, this isn't good enough, this isn't good enough. And at some point, stuff that I was starting to chuck, it definitely was good enough to release. But I was just, yeah, scared. Scared of what, how other people would perceive it. And uh, I think you just have to, just have to set a, set a point for yourself and say, this is the one, if you believe in the song. And that's kind of what happened with, with All About You. I just thought, Do you know what, this one is good. Yeah, <laughs> I think that yeah this is it I think it's a good approach but I think for a lot of people as well I suppose musicians and everybody really we're emotional we're vulnerable yeah, and vulnerable. that's, that's where we get our best material isn't it really yeah because that's where that's where the real stuff comes from that vulnerable place absolutely I suppose I think uh, for um, Mark definitely I think the key thing as well there is probably just to just trust that your yeah. message will, will be heard and come across well I think it that will, is yeah. it too isn't it yeah absolutely so just go for it start getting stuff out there especially in this day and age you just have to start getting stuff out there and don't be too hard on yourself every artist is too hard on himself I haven't met one musician who is I haven't met one good musician I've met bad musicians who aren't hard on themselves but I haven't met any good ones that aren't (laughs) absolutely actually this next question ties in perfectly with that and this one comes in from Neve listening in in Kildare Really enjoying the show this evening, Kira. Can you please ask Stu what his opinion is around perfectionism? I keep finding myself getting blocked by being afraid to just make a mistake. What do I do? Perfection. Is this from a performance perspective or? Uh, uh, she doesn't say. You know? She doesn't say. Um. Uh, that's. It's kind of a similar. It's a similar thing, isn't it? This perfectionism trap mm. that we do get into. I would again if you I think a way to think about it is if you listen to back to what you've done and you're and you're 80% happy with it or 90% happy with it believe me nobody else is going to listen no one else is going to hear the other 10 that, and that that tends probably in your head as well because I can listen back to all these tracks the tracks that you're playing right now and pick them apart to death if I wanted to but you just have to look at it, look at each project as a whole and more about how do I feel about this thing as a whole? Am I proud of what I've done? Yes, okay, let it go. It doesn't have to be perfect and perfection is highly overrated. 
I think you're 100% right on that. And, you know, following on from that, I have to ask you this question because I ask everybody who comes on the show Inspire right. Lives the same question. And I'm going to leave you on this note after this one. Yeah. But where does inspiration come from or what inspires you? Inspiration comes for me through experience and through songwriting is a cathartic process for me. So the, the deepest things that I'm going through or the most traumatic things or the most wonderful things that I've ever experienced are what is, is where I draw the inspiration from. And that's what comes out. Beautiful. I think I answered that. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Listen, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you, Stu. Thank I you so much for having me on, Kira. It's a fantastic show. <laughs> Thank you so much. And indeed, for anyone listening in who sent in questions, um, I'm sorry I didn't get through to all of them, but uh, we had fun. It was great. Thank you for tuning in. I had an if- absolute blast. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And for anyone listening in, if you missed any parts of that interview, please do note all of our interviews here at Ross FM are podcasted on the website www.rossfm.ie so you can listen back. Did I do it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Listen, enjoy your evening. Nice Take one. care. Have a lovely evening. Good night.